And we're live. Live it is. This is Donnie. This is Kim. And you're listening to the Donnie and Kim podcast. November the 19th. Uh, first off, a little bit of housekeeping. Follow us on Twitter. Donnie and Kim. Uh, Donnie and Kim pod. At, at Donnie and Kim pod on, on Twitter. You know, follow us. Tweet at us. We got some feedback la- uh, last week about the breast cancer idea which I had. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, no. Uh, go ahead. What was the right. feedback? So, so the feedback was uh, Angelina Jolie. Her family has history of breast cancer, so she cut down to prevent it. So now she basically has a zero chance of getting breast cancer because she doesn't have breast cancer anymore, not her own, at least, uh, which is which is good. Uh, but they also m- mentioned it's harder for everybody to to get it because it is expensive, and uh, and yeah, so it's not really realistic for. You know, guys like well, not guys, but girls like average genes miss to get to, to get them. So we need we need that Canadian healthcare. Right, it saying. should be covered, right? Because it, it should prob- it ought to be covered, but American healthcare is all screwed up, man. Right, there's a lot of uh, should, right? There's a lot, a lot of, of should which is uh, this country. Uh, but yeah, I mean, go going right into it. So a teenager invented a bra to detect breast cancer. Yeah, so I felt I thought this story uh, dovetailed nicely with with your your rant on breast cancer last time right um so this kid i guess he's 18 he invented a bra that um yeah detects breast cancer um so i i think that like part of the reason why cancer is deadly is you can't if you don't detect it in time right then it can grow and it can uh become malignant and start traveling around your body um so you know, it, it, having something like this that you wear every day, um, then you, you can detect it easier. And this bra, you only need to wear it once a week, or one hour a week, so you don't have to wear it for like an entire day if it's uncomfortable or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, once the sensors map the surface and texture and, and temperature and everything, then it, it connects via Bluetooth to your phone and, and, you know, gives you a diagnosis or whatever. Is this one, like, how, how accurate is it? Um, I mean, it's a good question. Let, let, let me let me keep uh, reading right. the article. So, so, so like this I, one says that basically it, it's able to detect blood flow, mm-hmm. which suggests which blood is uh, feeding cancer cells. Right. Let's say like I, I think this is amazing. Whoever did this is fucking awesome. You know, please go have this uh, patented, uh, patented, so that uh, you can get paid for having such good, great invention. You don't want to end up being like the fidget spinner lady or the guy who didn't, you know, trademark his stuff. So now he doesn't get, get a dime for people buying fidget spinners. So please make sure you're paid. That, isn't that crazy that that guy doesn't get any money for all this fidget spinners? That you, should know, you, you should know how copyright laws goes in this country, right? The same thing with um, those hoverboards, those mo- motorized skateboards. Yeah. That there's no patent on that. Nobody right. has a patent. Right. So basically, everybody just makes their own, and no one's getting royalties on it. Yeah, because that's why like the first the first ones came out were like three thousand dollars, and the the later versions like three hundred bucks. Because you know there's no r- research and development costs. Because you're yeah. just like oh shit, let, let, let me just copy, let me just copy it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so how do we go from uh, a teenager inventing bra to detect breast cancer to fidget spinners and hoverboard? We were talking about patents. All right. Yeah. So he's via, a Mexican kid. I don't know if that makes any difference, but we are so shallow. We are equi- we equi- we we think this magical bra that does human that does humanity good to fidget spinners, which is 
fucking nothing, and hoverboard doesn't even fucking work. It doesn't well, hover. I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, if, if, if we have these guys, right, like, I, I, I think that this kid being from another country means that we need to be able to take guys who are bright, like this 18-year-old boy, bring him into America, and just, you know, no. let him be one of us. No, we should not. All right. No? What's wrong with just leaving him where he is? What's up is like, oh, you know, this Mexican kid is really smart. Let's go take him and make him American. I'm not trying what to is say this? we got to kidnap him. I'm saying well, what is this? this? This is how America got great, bro. America is so possessive. That's why there's such a high divorce rate because American guys are just possessive. It's like, oh, they've got a smart kid. Let's make him American, right? Like next thing you know, you can have fucking some, some genius kid in, in North Korea. And, you know, instead of trying to assassinate Kim Jong-un, now you're going to try to... Uh, 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 you know, try to kidnap this kid in North Korea just because he can do fucking math really yeah, well. Bro. That's how it works, man. It's like Pokemon. You That's why no one all, likes man. Americans, right? Like, think about it. People in like Austria, right? Like, oh, we got this genius kid, and next you know he became American. Like, oh fuck, man, America wants to steal everything, right? He used to just bomb the country, take their oil, which is not that great, but okay. And now you can start going like taking the to taking human beings. You're going from taking things that. Not it's not really considered lives, right? Like oil. Now you just know straight as human beings. I mean, like where do we stop? Where do you draw the line? Being being an arrogant American, I think America is probably better than Mexico, just in general, because America is great. So why not bring <laughs> this guy to America, which is better? I think I think the sentence because America is great, <laughs> it's, it just encapsulates so many problems with this country and so but, many things. But okay, so so I mean, re realistically now, right? Yes. Um, in, after World War II, America's science programs did very well because we had a lot of German scientists that defected during World War II. Right, but you didn't kidnap them, right? Like no, they came I'm not here saying really we should kidnap people. I'm saying, you know, people, you know, we should have. Uh, immigration programs that favor, you know, accepting guys like this, guys who are smart, right, I, I totally agree. preventing bras, right. you know, preventing cancer. Like this kid is a gem. Right. So if he we, wanted to come to America, we should welcome him. Right. But, we, but the goal should be working with him. The goal should not be make him American. I think that's very <laughs> possessive. And as someone who is not American, I, I feel that's very off putting. I don't know why I'm in this country. That's uh, you know, I'm definitely not one of the smart ones who got kidnapped, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange the way how Defected. you guys think. It's, it's very strange the way American people think. Uh, uh, but no, I mean, if, if this thing works, it's great. I want him to work on a boxer next, uh, next time so I can, they can detect, you know, testicular true. cancer they and uh, prostate cancer. So I don't have to have someone stick a finger on my butt every year just so just so I can know if if, if I'm okay. Yeah, so that that's another thing. So I read, uh, I don't have an article about it, but mm -hmm. I read that breast cancer gets the most funding out of all the cancers. Right. Because it's the most sympathetic. Pe yes. you know, it's about women. It's women-centric. Mm -hmm. People love women and care about them. They're more uh, empathetic, so they get the most money. But what about prostate and testicular cancers, which are you know uh, underfunded and possibly more deadly than uh, breast cancer? Um, how come they don't get love? I mean, I guess we know why, but but they should get love too. I mean, that's typical. This, I mean, it, it, I'm not even mad at breast cancer getting more funding. I feel like I, I feel like this is one of those things, right? If you spread it out, maybe we don't make any progress in any area, right? Maybe you should concentrate your resources so you can have a cure for at least one type of cancer, right? Other than just cut it off. 
right? So I, if we can have a cure for one type of cancer, then it kind of it kind of makes sense that you're gonna you can use the same technology, same knowledge, and try to cure other type of cancers, right? It's actually, I mean. You, you, you might be onto something. I mean, once once they started doing genomic testing and uh, targeted treatments, right. um, you, like basically you sequence the cancer, find out the gene mutations that it has, and then you have drugs that target those those right. cells so, with those mutations. Right, so which can be applied to other types of cancer. So, like, I'm not I'm not even mad about that. It just we haven't made progress. Well, we have made progress, but we don't have a cure for cancer yet. I know it's difficult. I know, you know, scientists are working very hard on their shit. I'm just fucking some schmuck, you know, jerking off in my bedroom. But with how much funding, billions and billions of dollars have gone into it, I hope, like, they can have something for one type of cancer in the next, you know, 10, 10 years, hopefully. I, I feel like there's going to be, there's already so much progress with cancer technologies, just, mm-hmm. you know, like right now, there's so many technologies and cure, you know, drugs or treatments that are like being approved by the FDA or in trials and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we've come so far, and we're so close to making it a, uh, you know, a treatable thing. Yeah, um, and, the thing- and, and now I feel like you know it's basically a waiting game. If you can survive long enough for the cure to, uh, until the cure is developed, then you're golden. But 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 the cancer doesn't normally let you stay alive for another ten twenty. Exactly. Years, right? So I mean, but if you could stay long enough for your cancer to be cured, like mm-hmm. in the next couple of years or whatever, yeah. you know, then then you have a whole other life. And, and life. we know cancer really does not have a cure because plenty of rich people die from cancer. Right. Uh, not a lot of rich people die from AIDS. Like AIDS is basically a curable disease now, uh, in a certain extent. To to a a certain extent, like Charlie Shane is still alive. Yeah, like money yeah. buys health. Right, Ma- Magic country. Johnson is still alive. You know, that guy has had, um, he's, he was HIV positive since 1990, right? He's still alive th- basically almost th- 30 years later. Uh, but plenty of rich people have di- died from cancer and still dying from cancer. So we that's when we know. It's a pretty good test. Yeah, it's like, are rich people dying from this shit? If they are, then we really don't have it something for it. Yeah. <laughs> If rich people are not dying from this, only poor people are, then, yeah, we have something for it. It's just you can't afford it. Um, so, yeah, please, uh, even if you invent a boxer that, that, like, have a mechanical finger that goes up in my ass, <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm okay with that, you know. Uh, I can just put it, pop it on in my, in my own household and, and, and just let it do its thing versus going to the doctors, have some guy, you know. Because you may not get the same doctor every year. So no, you might have to adjust yeah, to the different finger size every single year, you know. I mean, um, if you have a mechanical finger, I, I haven't gotten that. Fo- I, you know, I'm not forty yet. I think that's when you start doing that oh, really? treatment. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, I'm I'm not there either. But it just you know a mechanical finger. You you adjust your butthole to that size because you know mechanical fingers don't but don't grow. It, but but it's not even like you know you know what it's. It, it's not a clear, cut and dry thing of what you're looking for. They're just kind of like guessing, you know, like oh, there's something weird going on, you know, oh maybe that's something. It's very um, kind of yeah. rudimentary. I, I just, I just like some kind of technology, so I don't have to get a string. I, a string I agree. I think you we know, should have some kind of technology. A strange, a strange man stuff. putting a finger on my ass. Like the only downside of getting mechanical fingers, it might turn me gay, but you know, that's that's a risk I'm, I'm willing to take. <laughs> um, uh, so, a psychology article says that 
Uh, High-status men are more likely to share their awards with collaborators than high-status women. Um, so I guess they, they, the scientists did some kind of a study mm-hmm. where they checked um, or, or tracked right. papers or, or, or you know people who are uh, uh, the same level. Mm-hmm. You know, like so you'll have a, a professor right. working with an assistant professor. Yeah. And if it's a man who is heading the you know, like mm-hmm. a male professor working with a subordinate right. assistant professor, the the male is more likely to share credit with that subordinate, whereas a female professor sh- is less likely to share credit with the subordinates. Uh, right, so why don't you I'd like to go for it. So I, I, I thought this was interesting because um I mean, it, it it just shows some differences in the sexes, and I I, I feel like um, maybe this relates to how women are perceived in the workplace, right? Like a lot of times, people think that women are uh, perceived negatively in the workplace because there's just a societal um, uh, negativity or or like a you know, like a cloud hanging over women who were successful in business. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, a man is successful and he's, you know, a champion, but a woman is successful and she's a B, a B word or, a, you know, a jerk. Like she's, she's much more judged negatively uh, when, she's, when someone who's successful is female versus when they're a male. Right. Um, a lot of people think that that's because people just don't want women in the workplace. I think maybe it has something to do with their you know, the way that they give credit like this or, you know, other other things that have to do with just societal norms right, for right. women. Right. So it's like, right, the the easiest thing to say, right? Like you look at this and, and, and you go, yeah, obviously men are more collaborative, right? Men are more secure. So they like share the share the reward versus women are just that's how they naturally are. But I don't think that's necessarily true. And I'm not being a feminist guy and try to get try to slide into their dms and that's not what i'm trying to do i'm in a happy relationship so i'm not trying to do that but it's also typically harder for women to get to a certain status right let's say if you if you're talking about like ceos or whatever level you're talking about even professors or like presidents of, of different colleges women has to go through a lot more hurdles women has to prove a lot more right to get to that stage. So it's so like if you have to scrap your way, you have to really claw, you have to really get nasty to get there. It's also kind of changes the way how you look at things. And that's kind of how you, that's how kind of makes you doesn't want to share. Right. If you, if you, if you compare like, uh, people of a certain level, but let's say man is from, from nothing, right. Self-made. I don't think they're more they're as willing to share the reward also because like I worked hard for everything I got. Why would I share everything that I I worked for? Right, I worked hard for it. But versus some guy who's privileged and just just got there because of daddy's money and, and whatnot. Yeah, of course they're, they're more willing to share because you know it doesn't I, come. I, at I don't as know hard. if that's the same thing. Um, so it's like guys are just more likely to help another guy along. Like even if they're you know a newcomer to the team or whatever. They're more like like they take somebody under their wing and nurture them, whereas women are like, you know, get that person out of here. Like I don't, I'm not going to help them at all. And so only, that, 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 shows, that only happens if the new girl is prettier than the old girl. 
No, that, that only happens that. If it's an it, ugly bitch, she's like, oh, bring yeah. her in, bring her in, bring her to her to my well, group. Only I, makes me look better. <laughs> I, I don't know if that if looks were controlled for in the study. Maybe that does have something to do with it. Because right. like a newer woman might be younger. Right. Like, um, oh. But yeah, I mean, that aside, uh, it, it, it's it's telling that when people um, talk about women's advancement in the workplace, you know, it's... It, it it may have something to do with this, right? Like other women are less likely to help give other a helping women. hand yeah. to um, to other women, whereas guys might feel like camaraderie. You know, you you go for a round of drinks with the fellas, and now you're all boys. You know, you're you're all on the same team. Right, you know, right. It's more tribal. Yeah, it, it it's definitely true to a, to a certain extent where like at least the reputation is women are harder on other women than men are, are on other women, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's say if you do a job that's, like, good, a man will say, oh, you, you did a great job, that's amazing, right? A, a, a woman will be like, ah, oh, okay, you did a fine job, but that's it, right? Women are more stingy when giving compliments to other women compared to men, maybe because we want to slide into their DMs and other women don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's I just hard. Thought it was an interesting uh, an interesting study that shows that there is some difference between genders and status uh, in, in terms of psychology. But but I think the fundamental flaw with this study is it's trying to understand women, which you can't women understand. Too women. Complex. They're too complex. Right. So so it's like oh, this study shows women does this, and then they will turn they will do a one eighty like. Any study try to quantify women or try to qualify women or try to study to understand women, I think it's just a waste of time because we do not understand women. And I definitely don't understand women. If any man tells you they understand women, they're fucking bo- they're bullshitting. No man understands women. Even women doesn't understand women, right? No one, they, they don't understand themselves. They just wake up in the morning, they want to punch you in the face. You ask them, why you want to punch me in the face? Like, I don't know, I just feel like it. So... I think that's a fundamental flaw is we try to understand women. They are not understandable, which is fine. You know, they're unique. They're, not, they're like snowflakes. I just, I just think if the study doesn't tell me much. Like, what, what am I supposed to use this information? How am I supposed to use this information? Well, I, I think that they meant to use it as you know, a learning tool to, sh- to indicate women should be more helpful to other women in, in business environments. Um, and I, I don't know. And maybe... Maybe for guys, so that you know, if you have a female boss, um, she's probably unlikely to help you if you're trying to get up in the world. You might want to find a male, uh, male, male mentor, boss? a male mentor. I don't know, man. I got the I got the money maker, you know. I got the the money maker uh, above my my shoulder, so I think I think I'll, I'll do okay with uh, with female bosses. Uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah, let's let's go. All right, so let's go on the next one. So the next one is um, related to magic mushrooms. So mm-hmm. um, it's an illegal drug. We don't condone that, uh, doing that sort of stuff. But yeah, don't do drugs, you're going to, I mean, they, they, this indicates a medical application of, of the, this illegal drug. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, this new study shows that magic mushrooms may reset brains of depressed patients, right. meaning that you know if somebody's depressed, they take these magic mushrooms, have some kind of like weird, crazy trip, and then it, it reduces the signs of depression in the brain. How long does that last? It's it's long lasting, so it's not just like oh, we're we talking about know, twenty four hours. Um, like w- w- what's long lasting? You know, like because sometimes it's like you know, like twenty minutes is long for some guys, and an hour is long for for some other dudes. You know, so like what are we talking about here? 
Are we talking about like it's kind of like a drug that you can take, let's say, once a day, and then you won't get depression? Like, you know, what what's the? Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to get to the the a, a hard timeline on the study. It doesn't. Say, it doesn't really say. This article doesn't say what the timeline is after taking the dose. Um, but people basically they'll take one dose and then a week later they go for another another dose mm-hmm. and um and then they, they they scan their brains the next day and it uh you know it shows that that they have but uh, pro social results but isn't that but isn't that like doing almost any kind of drugs like if you smoke weed aren't you supposed oh, to be super chill it lasts up to five weeks after treatment so it's oh, not shit. just like it's not just like a day or two. It's yeah, like it's you do like this and then you're good for like a month. You know, you don't have to. Most depression treatments, from what I understand, uh, I'm not familiar with it directly, but they you know, are something you have to take every day. You have to take a pill every right, day, right. and the, there's like major side effects. Like you might, you know, get suicidal on mm-hmm. a depression, you yeah. know, on a pill that's supposed to help you with depression. Right. Like the the, the medicines are not are not great. Um, in terms of side effects. So if you had something like this that's natural, that has long-lasting effects, you dose once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, you're good to go. You're good to go. Like, that seems like a huge breakthrough. That's what we need. It, it yeah. Because, really, like, right, it's a drug. The definition of a drug is it can help you, right? It can also hurt you, just like right. almost everything else. So just because it's, it's a drug, it's, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. And the fact it's illegal doesn't mean doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, right? Like like marijuana, right? Like that is illegal to a certain extent, right? It's still used in in, in the in the medical field because it helps with pain, you know, stuff like that. But you just can't be doing if you don't get nothing. So in this case, right? Like if you got depression, get on this shit. Yeah. Right? Do some shrooms. If yeah. you don't have depression, maybe you you shouldn't be doing it, right? Like it's one of those things. So. It's not a black and white world, right? You should you should never say this thing is terribly bad. There's no, there's always two sides. Maybe some things like there's nothing that's black and white. It's really hard to find anything that's black and white, you know. But that's why I feel like if we had less government getting in the way of stuff like this, like if we could say, hey, look, you know, um, let me go get some shrooms on the corner store or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, and I can treat myself you know, or make decisions on taking this medicine myself. Then you know that's an option, but as long as they're illegal, it's going to make that much harder, right? You can't. But, it's not even medically illegal. Like cannabis, you can get a prescription right, for right. cannabis in many places, and you know, and treat yourself that way. But this, you can't even get a prescription because it's not medically recognized as a. It medicine. just, it just, the danger of it is right. Like it does have side effect, right? You'll be tripping. Right. Yeah, literally. Right. <laughs> so, like, some, some people might like that. And so they just take on this shit. It, right? It's like, it's like you, you'll keep on drinking. And then, like, right, it, the more you drink, right, after you drink a certain amount, you get to a, cer- a certain stage. And, and re- you really enjoy that stage. You become alcoholic, which is a mm-hmm. fucking problem. So, I mean. But my, most, most studies have shown that psychedelics like, you know, mushrooms and weed are... Mm-hmm not physically addictive whereas alcohol you can physically get dependent but but i i don't more likely to get addicted see like what's the definition of addiction right like i'm addicted to fucking ice cream and fucking hot pot right like (laughs) like i can't even stop myself from eating fucking chips doritos baby i can't even stop myself from eating chips like how am i supposed to stop myself you know you know what i mean it's like it doesn't have to be like addictive by scientific terms to be addictive 
right? Like, if I tell you for the next year you can't eat meat, like, do you think you can do that? I mean, we're trying. Me and uh, me and uh, the misses are are trying to be be, be vegan. vegan. Yeah. Uh, do you think you can do like go whole year without eating meat? Like, it must be really, really fucking hard. It's hard for me. I haven't had a successful day. Right. Yet. So like, <laughs> so 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 like, if you can't even go without even eating meat or or just just anything that you do on a daily basis, just take it out of your life for you know a week, it's hard. So let alone any type of drugs, right? So. It's not like I don't know, right? Like we don't know what it's gonna be, right? Maybe a hundred years we'll be looking back. Like remember back in there was a stage in the U.S. where drugs are illegal, just like how alcohol was. was I hope illegal. so, man. See, that's like my libertarian dream right there. Like I wish that we could just you know be entrusted to make our own decisions when it comes to stuff right. that's not hurting anybody, right? Like if we could have some sort of a, a medical lounge where you have people supervising you as you're on, you know, doses of psilocybin or whatever, just so that you can, um, but, like, you don't trip out and hurt yourself or somebody else. How you know you're not going to start eating people's faces after you take certain things? Bro, I never heard of, of people eating faces until those bath salt things right, right, So, like, I'm just saying, like, you don't know, drugs. right? Like, but you, these, these mushrooms have been around since the Vikings, man. Like, Vikings used to eat these things. But they don't. They eat mushrooms. Yeah, the, but they they would eat these psychoactive mushrooms to like, like freak out on the battlefield and just like just go berserk. They used to call them berserkers. Right. That's not good. You don't want that someone go fucking bananas, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know, right? It, it's it's like maybe a hundred years from now, we we'll, we'll look at this and say that was fucking insane. Just like how yeah. we look at like alcohol was illegal. Yeah, at, at a certain point, progress. that's insane. There's some problems. So like we don't made. know, but also maybe do you do you think it's possible a hundred years from now? Maybe not a hundred, maybe two hundred years from now, we look back and like. Remember at a one point in the U.S., guns are completely legal Whoa. for the most part. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we don't know, and that's we can't really we can't predict the future. It just it just really you know like. Don't be a fucking dick. Don't be. Don't don't hurt others. If you want to hurt yourself, if you really want to hurt hurt yourself, I mean, go ahead, hurt hurt yourself, mm -hmm. and just just try not to be a dick, man. Like that's all really it is. Because right, what's the what what's so fucking terrible about you? Like I rather you not not you, but I rather someone fucking inject heroin in their veins all the time versus owning a fucking AK forty seven. Right? No, man. Like AK forty seven. But like, it's not going to hurt anybody as long but, as you use it right. Everyone right. hurts somebody every time. But no, but you're, you're only hurting yourself with heroin, right? Yeah, but you might not hurt anybody with an AK-47. But the potential is there, like that guy in fucking Vegas. It just, I guess. I look at you, I'm just like, oh, shit, man, I better not mess with you. Or like, they just don't know. You can't go crazy, now you're going to hurt me, right? The worst is when you have fucking, yeah. we'll take those uh, those mushrooms and your fucking AK-47. <laughs> now you're fucking going That's preserve. That's a bad idea. Right? So I think... <laughs> I think we should go, all right, all drugs are legal, but all guns are illegal. Or mm. All guns are legal, all drugs are, are illegal, right? You can't have guys, right, right, like, like, like you said, you, you, you take some tests, make sure you're, you're completely normal, you're not fucking crazy. So, okay, you buy a gun. And next you know, you know what would be funny? Let me pop some shrooms. And next you know, you're fucking go, go berserk. You're not normal <laughs> anymore, right? Now you have a fucking gun with you. So I think drugs and guns, we should choose one. We can't in the middle. <laughs> no, we can't have we can't like have that. drugs and we can't have guns. So it gets really fucked up. I think we should have true. one or the other. Yeah. Either no drugs or no gun. You do, you don't pick. That's I good, don't. That's a good I don't care. Trade. That's a good trade. Um, next 
science app is kind of related to politics a little bit. Yeah. So there's a, po- a a politician in Colorado, I believe. He said that he um, is going to let people vote on an app. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to, you know, give his constituents an app. And if a majority of them vote one way or another on a, any given issue, he's just going to vote with the majority. So I think that's uh, pretty forward thinking. That's, you know, like, why don't all politicians do this? But is majority really a good measure? But that's what that's their job. They're supposed to represent a majority of their constituents, right? Like you could replace all politicians with apps, like a single app that people just vote well, yes or no. That's what this country was founded on, really. I I don't I don't necessarily agree with that because like maybe, right? We we do we, right, we can't agree as a pyramid, right? In terms of IQ. Okay, sure. Right, so you have it's a bell curve, we'll say. Right, so it's a, it's a it's a bell curve, right? Well, what what I mean is there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of, right. You have average, right? Yeah, and you have like the top 5% in terms of IQ or, or, or okay. what type of measure. And you have the rest. Okay. We shouldn't have the rest have more voice than the top, right? Like not on everything, but also not, right? Like not everything should be a democracy and also not everything. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I, I guess that the, the idea, I mean, let's say we have a pyramid. Let's go with that right. imagery. So let's say... The top half of the pyramid thinks something should happen. Right. I mean, that means it's probably a good idea. Right. But uh, the top half of the pyramid is not half because it has a wider base. Does that make sense? Right. Right. But I mean, like if the most intelligent 50% of people think that something's a good idea, then shouldn't it be a good idea? Right. But... Right, no, but but you're saying fifty percent of I, like the top twenty percent. So then, all right, I, I I think maybe we should drop drop the specifics. My my my, I I feel like it's it's pretty scientifically or or statistically shown that um, having more inputs is preferred to fewer inputs. So even if you have the five smartest guys in all of history. Right. Now they make all the decisions for mm-hmm. all of the earth from now on. Right. That's worse than having every single person on earth make decisions right. for all but the people on if earth. You, but if you're talking about like a statistical point, if, if you look at stats, right? Yeah. You can't have just one factor, right? You also can't have 3,000 factors. That, that's going to, that, that just, right? right? Cause I, so I don't think we should have five. I think we, we have a Congress of what? Like 200 people? 300? 500. 500? Like yeah. So we should have 500 really smart dudes, maybe smart in different areas, but, but you know, like not all from the same background, just, just unique but really intelligent individuals to make those decisions. So it's like when you have a formula of certain things, right, you have, uh, you have a attribute from, from different areas and they, they they don't relate to each other. So here here's a little anecdote. So right. when I was taking a statistics statistics class, uh, the professor told me about a story. He and his wife went to a carnival, mm-hmm. and at the carnival they had one of those giant jars of jelly beans. It was right. like the mass, some massive yeah, jar, yeah. and so it's impossible to count to count them all. Mm-hmm. And so people would go around this jar and like measure it. And try to estimate how many beans were in the jar. Right. But um, rather than doing that, the the professor just went to the list of everybody's mm-hmm. previous guesses mm-hmm. 
found the median guess, right. and that was his guess. And that, he won the contest because he just used the median guess. And that, so, so that's kind of the essence of statistics, is if rather than trying to make your best guess, use the average guess. And that, that will get you to the closer reality, that will get you closer to reality than even your best guess. Right. In, that, in that application, uh, 100% agree. But at the same time, what I'm saying is, if we believe in majority, if 80% of the population thinks one way and that's just the way we're going to go, we still think the Earth is flat. Right. I, I, yeah, but I don't think that that's generally, like, it's not people are voting on facts. Like, people are voting on decisions. And if a decision is going to impact half the people so that they vote a certain way, right. probably means that, you know, that's the general good. It's in the general interest to, to, for things to happen that way. But, you know, each, I mean, each individual person is doing their own personal calculus. Mm-hmm. And so you have all those viewpoints factored mm-hmm. into, the, into the guess and right. into the decision. That's a better way to make a decision than having one dude but, cramming, you know, doing calculus and all this stuff, running computer simulations. You know, it's better to have the opinion of a thousand people than one really smart guy. But they have to be fair, right? Right? But like, like, let's say, let's say the population is like eighty percent white, twenty percent black, right? Or twenty yeah. percent Asian, whatever. Okay. Right? And you have a, a white dude, an Asian dude. Chances are, the twenty percent Asian dude is all going to vote for the Asian dude, just period, just because. They they have some representative, but that may not be the the best thing to do, right? They are they're not voting. They're not being rational. That's what I'm saying. You can't really. I mean, that's rare I cases. Mean, is it though? Like, I mean, it, in that case, maybe it does make sense that you know the guy who looks the most like you is going to ha- be in your interest, right? Like, if if twenty percent of the population looks like the president. The president might be looking out for those other twenty percent of people that look like him. Well, not if it's a woman, apparently, right? Because she won't be looking out for you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think democracy works. To so, so I mean, like like I'm saying, it's a rudimentary calculus, right? But if you have all those pieces of input, then you generally get to the best outcome. So, do you think Donald Trump is the best outcome? Maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't think maybe he's better than Hillary. Let's put it like that. Yeah, and 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 like, there's what's the definition of better? You know what I mean? Like, are we talking about like first of all, we don't have a definition of of better, right? We also don't have a definition of are we talking about is he going to be better in the four years he's in, or does he is he going to be be bad, relatively bad for the four years or whatever measurement that is, but it's kind of a long lasting impact. That's gonna change forever, right? So, so let's say if Hillary is a better president than Trump, for example, right? Hillary, so she basically keeps status quo, right? What if Trump is such a fucking bad president that we have to fundamentally change the system to to ensure certain things that doesn't happen again? Would that be is it bad or is it good then? He's so bad. I, he's I don't ca- think ca- that's part of the calculus of bad versus good. I think. He, I mean, the idea of voting in a democracy is that you get the, the, the perspective of everybody there, right? That everybody who's, who's affected in the country. 
So if if he represents the peop the feelings of the majority of the country, then mm-hmm. he's the better person to make to to be in that job. But but how about let's say like let's say like all his voters are feels sixty percent him, forty percent Hillary, right? So like because. Because it's a, it's a it's a yes or no choice, right. right? Sometimes you're in the middle, so you really don't care. So you just pick a, a random random one. What if all Hillary supporters are 100% Hillary, 0% Trump, and all Trump supporters are 40% Trump, uh, 60% Trump, 40% Hillary? In that case, it would be better to elect Hillary because, right? Because if you elect Trump, there'll be a, po- a huge population who are very very unhappy. But if you like Hillary, there's only be a, a population that's somewhat unhappy, right? Like, are we talking about? Well, happiness is a spectrum, right? So, mm-hmm. so like, you know, I, I would think that most people in the past election were probably fifty fifty. It probably wouldn't affect them very much one way or another. I'm, I'm not talking specifically regardless of who got elected. I'm not talking so, specifically so like, this election. So, well, no, I think this is this is exactly what you're talking about, right? Like, yeah. you know, some person might prefer Hillary 60% to 40% Trump. Right. You know, um, but other somebody other else might be 70% Trump or, you know, like it's right. a spectrum. Right. Um, but so, they, but, they but don't on capture the whole, that. right, you do capture that because on the whole, if the majority of people think that, you know, the, the majority uh, choice is Trump, then that's the best choice on the whole for the nation. Right? Well, that represents the most people the most. Well, first of all, not everybody votes in this country, which is right. Odd. I mean, that's part of the flaw. Most people don't vote. Sorry, right. Most people don't vote, right? In this in this country, either because uh, of age restrictions or not making. Probably, it. yeah. Maybe, I think that, I think you're right. Because I don't think I, I I don't think 150 million people vote. That's half the that's half the, the population uh, approximately. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, it it doesn't go by pure number, right? It goes by uh, what that thing called. We vote. It's not go by how many people voted for you. It, you get those. Uh, you get the electoral college, right? Yeah. So like, right? If you go by pure numbers, sure, it makes more sense. But we don't. So like, even though they won't Cali, but you know, you know I, what I mean. I, in general, though, to bring it back to the topic, I think it's a good idea, and I actually had this idea a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, I'm glad that somebody's actually putting it into effect. I, if we can, if we can show that the people who are our representatives are not representing us, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we can throw them out and get better people in there. Yeah. Um, I, I, <clears throat> so, but, so there was also another study where they say, let's say like they're going to make uh, rape legal, mm-hmm. right? Sorry, not, not make rape le- le- legal, but when you feel so certain about something, you tend not to go, well, they're like, oh, they're like, oh should we make, uh, like, like, let's say current law is you can't marry your cousin, mm-hmm. right? Let's say 80% of people think that's obviously you can't marry your cousin, and then there's 20% who think otherwise. The 20% will go vote for sure because that feels very strong about it. Right. The 80% be like, yeah, fucking no shit, obviously. So they're not going to go bother to vote. So you have cases where, where laws get accidentally passed just because a large population because such obvious thing they don't even feel the need to go express themselves. Right. That's also an issue. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I think it's probably nothing's per- perfect, right? There's no perfect solution. I mean, as of now, we have Trump, and uh, yeah, that's that. <laughs> so, moving on to lifestyle now. 
Um, um, you were yeah. talking about Me Too. Alyssa right. Milano started a Twitter a Twitter hashtag called Me, Me Too, Too for Very. victims of sexual harassment. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you can just if you don't want to go into detail of what happened, you know, because it's traumatizing and uncomfortable for a lot of women who have experienced sexual mm. harassment. You can just hashtag Me Too, so now they know. It just kind of shows for men like us who don't have understand who don't have an understanding of the scope of sexual harassment because. We're not pigs. We don't like. We like women, but we would never force them to do anything. Uh, so, like, it doesn't. It, it's kind of hard for me to, to, to for men to understand how big a scope is and how widely women are affected because we think those are. Because I I would think if you ask me like how many people, on average, how many women on average have been sexually uh, harassed mm-hmm. at work, I would say maybe two out of ten, right. Okay. That's, that's my guess. Yeah. Uh, but I think this try to show you it's a lot higher than that. It's like 8 out of 10 versus 2 out of 10. Um, that's the movement. What, what, what well, do you think? I is mean, the, the, I, so I feel like this is sort of a, like a bad science. You know, it, it's, it's typical bad science. It, right? it, it, so it's, it's a bunch of people with vague, unspecified terms, you know, jumping on a bandwagon. Right. So <clears throat> I, I'm yeah. So, so I I really do not like this because sexual harassment is a serious issue, right? It's it's nothing to to be taken light off. But I feel like what this does is a lot of people just be doing me too. But they may not have been sexual harassed. Right? Like if I if I see you this morning, I'm like, oh, you look great today, which is a very innocent comment, just saying right. saying you look great today. But some women will take that as a sexual exactly. harassment. And then they will be con as one of these people saying me too. And that's the that's one of the troubles with, you know, what's termed sexual harassment is what is harassment and what's you know, just people being overly sensitive or look looking into something that isn't there. Right. Right? Like saying, Oh, you know, uh wanna like uh you know, go go to yoga class together. Right. You know, somebody is like, "Oh, yoga is like sexual, kind of sexual." So right. maybe he's coming on to me. That's inappropriate, right? Right? Like, I think that that's maybe I'm gay and I just want to do yoga, or maybe I'm straight and I just want to do <laughs> yeah. yoga. I mean, a lot of people do yoga, so I don't think that you, like you can't correlate one with the other. Like people read into things that don't necessarily have meaning. Right? They, so, they place their own meaning into so, other people's words. Yeah, because. The definition of it is such a gray area, right? Like, right. just because you, you can't just say it's a sexual harassment just because you feel uncomfortable about it. Me saying you look great today, I, yeah, maybe that, that, that makes you feel uncomfortable, but maybe you're just an awkward person and feels uncomfortable about that. Right. Everything, that's not really my control, right? Like, or if saying, oh, like, oh, ni- nice shoes, like you bought some new, new shoes, nice heels, right? Like, that's not me being sexual harassment, that may just me paying you a compliment. It's like you saying, like, oh, you got a haircut. That's not nice haircut, yeah. right? So, so the, the reason I say it's bad science is because you're going to over-report right. you know, sexual harassment where people like basically read too much into it right. and they just kind of want to feel part of the bad, the trends and right. post the hashtag anyway. Uh, or, you know, but, but like if you were actually to do a more scientific study where people are like, what specifically you know, bad happened to you? Right. People might not want to talk about it. And they might, you know, underreport it. Right. So it's it's a hard to pin down. You know, I don't think that there's an easy solution to get that sense of how prevalent is this sort and of behavior. That, and and I think 
like some people do it because they feel like there's no consequences to it. Yeah, right? exactly. Like posting on Twitter, no big deal. Right. So like if I did something, which I don't, if I did something to a woman, let's say, so, ten, no, no, go ahead. 10 years ago, and then now she's posting on Twitter, I'm like, okay, cool. It doesn't affect me. So like instead of posting on Twitter, we should not allow those behaviors to, to happen, right? Like if it happened, report to the cops, report to people, right? Like, we, like we should use all resources to kind of stop this from happening, to hold whoever it happened accountable. We can't just have like a bunch of people, yeah, I was sexually harassed, what happened to that guy? Nothing, right? Like so, that doesn't help anybody. So, so here's the other reason why I, I don't like it is, you know, you have people who, you know, like some people feel like this vague, you know, term me too mm-hmm. is something about women. And so only women should be, you know, doing this hashtag. And so they like crap on, you know, other people who they'd feel like aren't part of the movement right. or in, not in their in-group. And so it becomes this sort of like in-group, out-group thing. Right. It's, you know, I, I just really don't like those sorts of, you know, social media trends. Right. Because if it's a serious issue, it, and it is, it is. people should be held accountable. We, we should find out ways to make men be well, held accountable. Or study it in a, in, in a scientific way. You know, like, like I, I understand trying to raise awareness and, and so that guys who maybe don't realize that there's uh, a lot of sexual harassment in the workplace, you know, can get a sense of it. But I feel like it, you know, and this is just going to overinflate that sense. And I, I also feel like, you know how like, what, 10% of the American owns like 90% of the gun, of the right. American guns? I feel like it's 10% of the pigs. Exactly. Are doing like ninety percent of the exactly. second harassment. Yeah, I totally agree. Because to me, I'm like, oh shit! Like, like most dudes are normal, right? Because most dudes don't do this because we respect women, right? To a different degree, but be like professional, right? Because because I don't want to be fucking lose, lose my job because I because I said you got a nice ass, right? Like I don't have to say or that. You don't even say that, right? right. Yeah, like if yeah. that's how I feel. That's how I feel. I I don't need to make it known, right? Like it just. Most guys don't think that way, and to kind of make it some guy like a guy versus a, a man versus a woman thing, it's it's not it's it, it just it's counterproductive because most guys are all on your I side. Agree. It's not like all guys are like, yeah, man, you know, sexual harassment is not a big deal; it should happen. Like no one's saying that, right? You should target the people who are doing it and make them held accountable, and then don't don't be like, oh, you know, over the the span of twenty five years, he has a molested like forty four hundred women, and they all came out now. Like, what would the fucking happen to? The, the, the first 100 women, why can't you come out so the, the next 500 that doesn't have to suffer? Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in the, the, the negative consequence, like aspects of this thing yeah. than, than the positive aspects. Like, yeah, sure, it raises awareness and stuff. I guess that's good. But I, I'm, I, I think it's interesting how there's such a like toxic side right. that, that things like this bring out of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, um, a lighter news or uh, like a no? Heavy, let's go to this one. The the, a heavier the twelve news. inch, twelve uh, inch. Yeah. Well, so it's not lighter. <laughs> it's it's a heavier news. So there's a Taiwanese millionaire uh, who successfully got a transplant, uh, which is normal, right? People get transplanting, you well, know, got like hearts. Yeah. You know, they got they got heart, <laughs> they got foot. You know, uh, this guy got a dick transplant. Uh, yes, I do mean dick, like penis, like so, knob, like yeah. you know the shit that you use to to make babies. Uh, yeah, that so this, thing. This Taiwanese millionaire successfully got transplanted a twelve-inch-long black man's penis onto his body. Uh, yeah, and he went. How to, tall is this guy, by the way? He, I mean, he can't be that he's tall. A Taiwanese man. I'm guessing he's you know not, not, not the stereotype, feet. but maybe he's a shorter gentleman as well. Yeah. 
Listen, I'm Chinese and I'm six feet. All right. So, but this guy does not look six feet. So it's not proportional. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to tell from the pictures. You can't really tell. Well, but, sorry, I mean, there's no there's inches. no picture of the dick in the picture. No, no, no. I'm just talking about the <laughs> the size the size of the man. Right, right, right. I was like, like no, we did not look at the picture inches. of the dick. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would look. I, I'm not even shy about that. I'll look. I'll you know. I want to see what this looks like. Uh, this freak of nature. Well, you also the guy who ends up at a nude beaches and nude camps a lot. So yeah, no, man. no comment on that. <laughs> I'm not shy about that. Uh, yeah, no. So apparently this one is <laughs> so, this quote from the article. He yeah. says, my wife always teased me about my tiny penis. Now she will have big black cock. He said laughingly. This is sick. This, this is hilarious. This is mental. <laughs> this is mental illness. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, if you're always getting teased by your wife over having a tiny penis, you know, you might want to take corrective action. But like. I, is it well it doesn't say how tiny this guy's definitely the hero or wanker of the week we gotta decide is is, (laughs) like i don't know i mean it's a bold move to to assume 12 inches of manhood and the donor is alive that's that's yeah that's the thing i don't know what happened to the donor that seems unethical to me but like if if the donor is like 98 and it's dying i mean like you know. So this is in Cape Town, so South Africa. Right. So this guy, I mean, I assume that the donor is probably a less affluent gentleman. Right. You know, so that seems exploitative to me. That doesn't Very. seem right. I mean, like, I don't think I went to North, North, North Korea to find some uh, 12-inch long black penis, you know, <laughs> just with the wrong region to find that shit. Uh, I mean, like, is it a hero move? Yeah, but this says, this is, the, this is not the first transracial penis transplant. It's the same team of surgeons successfully trans- transplanted a white penis onto a black man who had lost his penis during a botched circumcision 17 years earlier. Wait, hold on. Pa- pause. Yeah. <laughs> pause. That sentence itself. Wait, hold on, hold on. Pump the brakes. He lost his penis over... In a circumcision. So... Yikes. Right, like no one told <laughs> me I could lose my penis, right? I mean... Did, did, did it, I it, was, it wasn't the Taiwanese guy. It was. It was right, no, no, I, I understand that. I'm just saying because circumcision is something like what 99% of the male gets in this country, mm-hmm. right? But one more quote. Right. <laughs> it is also recommended with a penis of this size to be careful during the first erections. One might become lightheaded <laughs> or even lose consciousness because of the blood transfer from the brain to the groin. Oh, man, that is hilarious. This is gold. I mean... It's gold. This is a great find. I'm so glad you found this article. Shout out to our... <laughs> shout, shout out to our guy from uh, oh, from, from Twitter. He sent me this article. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what do we say? Like, is it a hero? Or like, I really don't know if this is a like, hero. Like, like I said, you know, bold move. And it seems like it might pay off. Uh, on the well, wanker well, side, though. Well, hold on, though. If he's only doing this to his wife, is it paying off? Yeah, because now she can't tease him about it. But you don't get more pleasure. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he does. Right. That is also true. Right? I don't know. I never Or just the satisfaction of being like, booyah, you know, whipping it out on the table. 
If, I feel yeah, like he loses with that every day. He gets to look down and enjoy his twelve inches of manhood. I feel bad for the gentleman who lost his, lost his, or like inches. maybe they replaced his with his, with, with this the guy. smaller one. Yeah. I, yeah. What do we? What do we so, say? So that so that's 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 my issue, right? Like this guy, like, this yeah. rich guy, traveled to this poor country right. and bought a poor man's penis. That just seems wrong to me. But it is wrong. But it's also at real, right? It's, yeah, he didn't, yeah, he, didn't force him. he he made the decision, but man, that seems exploitative, and that, man, that's, that just that, doesn't sit right. That's a fucking big knot, man. Man, it's big, twelve inches. I mean, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> My penis was very, very small, like most Asian people. Now I'm I don't agree with him. Of all, all in Taiwan and China. Man, that guy on, is awesome. So he said he has the biggest. <laughs> he said he has the biggest black penis in all of Taiwan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking most people don't have fucking black I penises in Taiwan. Guy. This guy is is my favorite. Okay, yeah. So I mean, it's tough call because I think this guy's awesome. I think what he did is kind of unethical, but does the awesomeness outweigh the ethics? I mean. It's a free country. You do whatever that's that yeah. you want, and if it makes you happy, yeah. and it doesn't really affect others, at least I'm, you know, okay. for, forcefully. So I, I, th I think it's a hero. Okay, so you go hero. So yeah, so let's let's say, all right, because we have a, a, a couple of rules, right? It can't make other people, right? It can't cause harm to other people, right? Which it, it did I mean, to a certain it, extent, but a it's, bit. It's, it's it's at will. So right? so so here, so yeah, so so let's let's weigh that point. So on the one hand, the guy lost a few inches. On the other hand, he got rich, right? I, I don't know how rich, but he, he got some money for it. Maybe that, that you know, thousands of dollars he got. Listen, you know, bought, you're not buying my penis for thousands of dollars, all right? <laughs> I don't know how much he paid, but maybe that money went towards feeding his family or right, buying right. a home. That, you know, we, how, who's to judge? Right. I, I think the it's harm... It's a market it, transaction. I the think market the rate is whatever, whatever it is. Right, I think, it's, it's, I think we should say, like, Forced harm, right? This is not forced. Right. It's 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 it, not forced. Right. It's it's a great agreed upon. So, so so I think it passes that, right? Yeah. And uh, he did something to make himself happy. Yeah. And that's really out of the box. Yeah. Right. So I think it's a three for three. I think it's a hero move. I think you're right. I think this is a hero. I mean, um, like, who knew that the that the market rate of uh, penises was? Uh, are you? Are you it's trying under to look a million. Into that? It's under a million. Is it? I mean, he's. It says he's a millionaire, so well, it's I mean, like, like he's a multi-millionaire. But I, I, I don't. I don't know, think it would give his entire. I don't know if fortune. that's the. I don't know if that's like the wording of it, because you know. Yeah, who's, I mean, who specify headlines can be misleading, but yeah, I don't know what the what he paid out, but that is, that is a very interesting transaction. I mean, good for him, man. He looks like an older think, gentleman. Yeah, he's an older dude, and he's looks like, like he's like fifty finally, something. I get to experience, you know. A giant schlong. Because, like, most guys, uh, uh, when, when they're here, like, 50s and, like, 60s, their sex drive starts to come down. And they, they don't even have sex that much anymore. Yeah. So, I guess this guy's still tapping it. So. Maybe his wife is young. Maybe his wife is, like. 25. Some hot trophy wife. Yeah. Do you think if, let's say, the nerves or whatever, does he need to t take two pills of Viagra if he ever needs that shit? Or, like, is, is, one, it is, it's, is one enough? Because, like, you know, like, I have one cock, but it's basically two cocks put into one. <laughs> I might need two pills. 
I just think it's hilarious that this guy might get lightheaded the next time he gets a boner. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's fucking something. <laughs> like, you might have to call in sick one day because he's like gets a boner at the office or morning wood, and he's like, "Sorry, boss, can't come in. I'm too lightheaded because of my giant." No, but see, like when you get, when you, when, you, when you get hard, right? <laughs> this is the best story I've ever seen. When you get hard at work, which most people don't, right? Like, but it happens. You you just don't walk, right? You just you don't stand up and don't walk around. Just let it die, right? Yeah, yeah. This guy saying. he can't, right? If he he gets a boner at work, he he's just gonna fucking pass out. Yeah, exactly. You can't you even hide that down. shit. You gotta sit down. Oh shit! You gotta hide it, bro. Wow. Well, I mean, good for him. Uh, I'm so very happy good for him. for him. Yeah, this sounds like it was a win all around. Some poor poor guy got some money to feed his family. And some and some, some some poor guy got some got, got some meat in in return. Yeah, <laughs> some other guy who was lacking in meat got some meat. I mean, I winners all around. Yeah, I'm not I'm not jealous. Just for the record, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the fact you have to say that makes me suspect that you're a little jealous. Listen, I'll keep <laughs> I'll keep telling myself that. Eventually, will be true. Okay, <laughs> shit, man. Oh, uh, this is the best story ever. Let's go. Um, this is my favorite podcast. This is my favorite episode. Yeah, this is a favorite. All right. Favorite news. <laughs> Next. All right. Uh, so there was a guy who was held hostage by the Taliban for like five years. Yeah. And um, he was recently uh, like they, they, the Taliban had him uh, record a video to um, prove that he's alive right. and well. And so they have him recite some news, right, you know, right. the local, you know, current events. And one of the things was Trump Don, is Donald Trump is president, and he didn't believe them. He was like, "What? Like that can't be true." So yeah, so he was. But, uh, <laughs> but this guy's Canadian. <laughs> yeah, he's a Canadian. Why? Why are they telling him like you should be like Justin Trudeau is the is the prime minister? Like, you know, he's Canadian. Give him some Canadian news. Yeah, he didn't and, know that. Another thing is, so this guy was captured with his wife, who was pregnant at the time. Yeah. So his wife had the baby, so thanks Taliban for you know making allowing them to give birth. And dude was held there for like what five years, three years. He had two more babies there. Yeah, I don't know. There, there seems like there's more to this story than than. But the than fact that the Taliban, headline. the Taliban lets you stay with your wife, they let you fuck. What great guys! Taliban, I mean, like, Taliban seem like swell dudes. Like. Is this Taliban propaganda? Is, is, is this what it is? <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. I don't think that the Taliban are great. No, but, I, don't but know, like, I don't know them personally. But. Right, but like it makes them look not as like bad, jokes. right? It's like, we're going to kidnap you, but you can't still fuck your wife and have, have babies. <laughs> like, uh, probably the law. You probably have to bone your wife to get and make babies. I don't know. Don't yeah. know the weird Taliban laws. Um, uh, so, some celebrity, celebrity news. news. Uh, Megan Markel. I don't know uh, who that is. She's she's some lady in the show Suits. Okay, uh, I think it's some Disney show. She's like no, thirty. Suits. That's like the um. I don't know if they're lawyers or consultants or something. Oh yeah, my bad. Sorry, yeah. not not a Disney show. Not Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um, Season so she, seven. I mean, geez, she's been on that super forever. Yeah, she apparently she's like thirty-one or or some, or something like. I think she's older 36. than oh thirty-six, right? So she's she divorced once, I think, also. Um, yeah, she's quitting the the, the show because uh, apparently the Prince Harry is going to propose to her. Oh, snap. They're going to get engaged and she feel like she doesn't want to do the show anymore after that. So she, she said she's going to quit the show and then they're going to propose. Wow. That's awesome. Good for him and her. Uh, I'm, I'm a, how do you feel about the Royals? I mean, 
you know, uh, I think they're all right. I saw that that show, The Queen. After mm. just watching that show, I kind of liked them a little bit more. I'm, I used I'm, to think that they were just a bunch of you know uptight twats. I'm 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 out on the Royals, man. Yeah, why? How are you gonna? That's your the... queen, bro. Not Canadian my queen. queen. Not my queen. I don't have <laughs> not my president. Not, not my, my queen. Not my queen. <laughs> not me. Just like. It's the 21st century. Why do we have royal people? Yeah. It just it doesn't make sense, right? Like, oh, they're royal. Like, the word, they are royal, just just makes like, no, they 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 bleed just like we, we yes. do, right? They they are no special. All they did was their their great, 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 great parents killed, some, killed a lot of people, had a lot of for, fortune. That's all it is. The fact that there's a lot of European countries that honors royals, that, that, that's like beyond me. And... Uh, and, and so, the, I mean, yeah. speaking of royals, the, the, our next uh, our next article: some women became a princess after marrying an Ethiopian prince she met in a nightclub. So there's a, a, a positive spin on the royals. You know, some some lady went from being a you know, nobody. Met. It, 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 I, I like this this article because it's just like that that movie coming to America. <laughs> this lady hey. met some guy who was pretending to be just a regular guy at the club, right? And uh, and, you know, they start dating, get serious, and he's like, he drops the bomb. Yo, guess what? I'm actually 12 inches, baby. <laughs> I'm a prince and I got 12 inches. And I did not donate my meat. <laughs> and so, yeah, it turns out that this guy was the, the, the son of an emperor of, of Ethiopia. And so she became some kind of a, a princess. But, like, I don't know how the, like, the, 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 the royalty in, in Africa and, and Ethiopia works. Just because what I mean by that is... Uh, like this guy in the NBA, right? He's like the prince of some tribe mm-hmm. in Africa, but it's not like he's loaded with money or anything. He just happened to be a prince of a tribe. Maybe he gets a couple more more line legs. That's all he gets, right? It's not like something. It's not like right the prince of England, and right. now you have like millions of dollars. So I don't yeah, know. So it's different from being a prince of a tribe. This guy was the the king of kings in Ethiopia ruled the country for 40 years until he was overthrown in 1974. So this guy, he's like a royal in exile. Right? Oh, fuck that shit then. <laughs> so he definitely doesn't have money. She's definitely not a prim- princess. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they got married in a lavish ceremony with 13 priests, two crowns, and a, and a couple capes. So, oh, shit. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but this boy, this boy may not have his own money, but he's got his own money. <laughs> you know those emails that ask you to like they have like uh, people in Africa died and then they have a lot of money for you those spam emails you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think all went to fucking this guy <laughs> all went to this guy the Nigerian prince yeah it's fucking le- legit it's like what I really mean is I'm an Ethiopian prince not a Nigerian <laughs> prince shit man how could they afford thirteen Jesus that th- wait hold on if you're gonna get married and you have all that money you can get thirteen. You can't find a different number. You can get twelve. You can get fourteen. Got get thirteen. Yeah, I don't know why you would need thirteen. That seems like no. It's just like a thirty is not a good number. good number either. It's yeah, but a, I guess people don't think like that. But it's it's thirteen priests. Yeah, right. It's not like oh, you got thirteen it's monks, kind of right? So it's thing. like that's fine, right? Because you are going with the, the the Buddhist thing. Thirteen priests. That's Catholic, you know, Christian, whatever you want to say. And thirteen is not a good good number. Yeah, I, I don't know, but. I, I just like that it was coming to America all over again. In real life. Good for them. Listen, if there's, if there's any, like, princess in exile, you know, uh, give, me a, give, give me a call. Uh, 
So, so yeah, here, here, I don't, I, I don't get a twelve-inch meat, but you know, we can work something else. Here, here's another pair of articles from in our sports category. Right. So, on, on the one hand, one article about pole dancing is recognized by as an international sport by an official sports body, which means it could be considered for the Olympics in you know future years. Uh, and then there's another one where some curling team is upset that the airline agent didn't even consider curling a sport. That, that's messed <laughs> up, man. That's messed up. So, that, I mean, curling is not very popular in the U.S., but it's very popular in Canada from what I understand. Cur- curling is a great fucking sport, right? <laughs> anyone who says curling is not, it, 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 it's, what do you mean it's not a sport? <laughs> so, curling yeah, so is the, more of a sport than baseball, okay? I, I yeah, sure. I, I mean, you probably you move more move with more curling, curling, yeah. Than you know. So this lady, uh, some lady on the curling team, was at the airport. She was trying to check her curling broom, and the the agent was like, "That's curling is not a sport," and uh, <laughs> and so they, they they had a video of it, and uh, <laughs> I'm very offended. What's our what's Ireland? Do you know American Airlines? Well, American Airlines, yeah, American Airlines. I'm out on them. And then she said, "Well, curling is not an elite sport like golf." What I mean, the fuck is this golf even? About? Golf isn't in the Olympics, is it? it I think it is. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure if it still is right now, but it definitely was at a certain <laughs> so point. They actually had to show the agent how how it worked. <laughs> they had to unpack it, and uh, and after they did, and then like the agent started to come around, but uh, but wanted a charger for for oversized equipment. Did the lady go like, "Are you good in curling? Do you want to come to America? <laughs> you want to be American?" Uh, that's fucked up, man. Yeah, that's harsh. Do not. I, I just think it's extra harsh considering that pole, pole dancing, dancing is, is now potentially an Olympic sport. I mean, like, I get it, right? <laughs> I get it. Pole dancing is hard, right? It takes a lot of core it takes muscle. A lot, of, co- yeah, a lot of yeah. So, yeah, pole dancers are probably in better shape than ninety percent of the baseball players and curling people, maybe. No, you think you think curling people are in better shape than pole dancers? Have you have you seen the Michael Jordan of curling, Kevin Martin? I've not. Uh, I didn't know there was such a thing or person. All right, so Michael, <laughs> the, the Michael Jordan of cur, of curling. For anyone out there who don't know, he looks exactly how you think he would look. He does not look like Michael Jordan. Well, he's not. No, except for the bald head. He does no, have no, a bald no, but, head. But if you, if, you, if you tell you someone who plays curling, <laughs> yeah. it looks just like that, right? Yeah, that's probably true. So, yeah. He's uh, a balding white gentleman. <laughs> yeah, he looks, he looks like the neighborhood dad. You know, he looks a very he's, nice guy. Yeah, he's probably, I, yeah, I don't know how old. Yeah, for, for anyone who don't know who this guy is, go, just, just go Google Michael Jordan of, uh, of curling. <laughs> His name will come up. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so before we wrap up, I have something I want to get off my chest. All right, yeah, talk about it. So t- today I want to I want to talk about Woody Allen. All right, and I want to talk about the hypocrisy of Hollywood in general. So since the uh, the Weinstein, yeah, uh, you know Harvey Weinstein right, thing came, came up, there was a lot of people in Hollywood outraged, uh, saying this guy's a fucking horrible asshole. Blah blah blah. A lot of people come out said some shit about it right and then no one's saying shit about Woody Allen right like a great great mm. movie maker right mm-hmm. producer director whatever he does great guy but he married his daughter yeah that's weird so he adopted a kid a, a little girl from China I believe I somewhere Korea. Uh, yeah somewhere in Asia 
the little girl who's she's like what she's like 35 40 years younger yeah, than she's, him yeah she's very much younger than him right but she's now i mean a grown woman she's legal when he married her right but but so do we know like when did he when did he develop feelings for her was it when she was five was well, it when she was 10 was it when she was 25 like I, I, I think that's part of the controversy is he was living with this little girl, right. developing feelings, and then decides to marry her. You know, was he diddling her? I right, don't like, know, so, so but like, that's kind of a sketchy thing. So like when she was five, he has to help her. Well, not five, maybe when she was like three, she has, he has to help her shower. Right? Yeah, yeah, probably. So like he just wrong on so many levels. and And, and like... And, I, and yeah, and then no one says a thing in fucking Hollywood, right? This guy still gets to, to front row seat to Knicks games, like still is 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 hold to like a um is it, still held on a pedestal, basically, right? Someone who's like a Godfather like figure mm. in Hollywood, right? Yeah, I mean he's still pretty like high up there, it, very influential. He married his fucking adopted kid. That's I think. It's bad to marry your own daughter if it's your own daughter, but it's just as bad to marry your fucking adopted daughter. Who knows what your intention is? So, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't dispute that at all. <laughs> I, go, yeah. I don't dispute that at all. But, but it, it, it just, uh, I mean, I guess it's technically legal if he didn't. You know, well, I mean, fucking her. your cousin is technically legal. Doesn't mean you should go fuck yes. your cousin. Um, right? Yeah, I mean, I li- I like Woody Allen's movies very much. I'm not, I don't I'm not have saying... any personal feelings towards him. Like you know, for for all he for all I know, he could be a total you know Dick. predator or yeah. jerk, um, or maybe a sweet guy. I don't know. But but it just if we're gonna talk about sexual harassment, right? How women is being being targeted, a home being ob- objectified. Why is no one talking about this? So so here's one one controversial part of it. So um, he was discovered uh like he, he was hooking up with his daughter while he was married to her adopted mother uh i i, I don't i don't know if he ever actually adopted her but he she the uh, the this girl i think her name is su soon yi so soon yi was adopted by mia farrow and woody allen married farrow. so mia farrow adopted her before she married woody allen well, by law, then you're also her stepdad. No, no, that's not. You, well, stepdad maybe, but I don't think I don't know if he's he's her real father. Well, yeah, legal, obviously, legal obviously, because this this lady is Chinese. I'm, you know, Asian. But, is always white. No, no, I mean legally, but but anyway, so you know, so he was hooking up with. He was discovered looking hooking up with her, but or not hooking up, but taking naked photographs of her. That's in even worse. Ninety two. Ninety two. How old was she then? She was. Uh, they they think she was born in 1970, but they don't know for sure. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, so right. 22. Right. Okay. okay. I, I, at least she's legal. Yeah. But so it's not like it's not like a controversial thing at that point, right? But like, I'm not I'm not even mad at him marrying someone like being with someone who's way younger, right? You well, can't. So all right. So here's another perspective. What about yeah. people who who are all about like you know oh hooking up with a mom and her daughter? Uh, like a you know a stranger who 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 has a thing for that shit? I don't know. It's a thing. I mean, like fucking fucking your cousin is also a thing. You know, like like yeah. Some people find it a thing. Doesn't mean you should. Be I mean, doing so it. but 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 would that be unethical or immoral? 
if you met a mom and their and her daughter and they were like, "Hey, uh, want to hook up?" I think if you meet the daughter first and then to the mother, I think that's yeah. more okay than meeting the the, the daughter, uh, meeting the mother than than the daughter, mm. because when you the when you meet the the mother first, right? You are like a stepdad figure, or just like. The dynamic is you are someone who is elder. They have to show respect. You can't. You have some kind of power over right. her, right? Whereas if you meet the daughter first, you don't have power over the mom, right? Does that make sense? I guess that's true, right? Because like, like you know, if you if you visit the mom, then you can tell the girl like, oh, uh, you know, you have certain certain you have a certain like responsibility. You have certain parental power over the girl, mm. right? Whereas if you visit a girl first, you don't have that over the mom. So like you're not. So, so that that's a good point about the power. So I mean, being her stepdad, you have do you a think lot of power. He made her like he was like, hey, get naked. I'm gonna take pictures of you. What can like, she say? She she, she doesn't have family in this country. Yeah. I mean, I guess Mia Farrow's her mom, but 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 that is yeah. It it is a precarious situation. But plenty of times, there uh, uh, victims of sexual assault have said like. Right, like they they came here, they adopted, right? They, the the father in law, whatever. The guys be a dick, saying like, "All right, get naked, take pictures." She's like, "No, I'm not doing this. If you don't do this, I will tell your mom you you try to seduce me." Maybe right, yeah, like no, that know. has happened. I guess right. So like, what if Woody Allen goes like, "Oh, your daughter tried to seduce me," because blah but blah it, blah. But like, it seems like like. I mean, the fact that she married him later kind of makes me think that maybe... She has a thing it, for him. No, no, no. Maybe it wasn't coercive at first. Right, right. No, like, I'm not, I'm not saying he forced her. I'm just saying, like, there's a plenty of young Asian women out there. If someone who's 25 and Asian is your thing, there's plenty of them in New York. You don't have to go after that someone that's your daughter. That's my point. I agree. Like, or, or right, not your not your daughter by by law, but, but yeah. just someone. I think it's definitely close. fishy. I don't. I don't think that's cool. Like, I, like, like you I can't would not recommend that. Right, like you can't go after someone who just just go to NYU. For fuck's yeah. sakes, man, just go There's to NYU. Plenty of strangers out there in the city. You right, just like, meet one of them. You don't just, need to meet the one in your house. Right, how many people? How many people? How many girls would love to have a chat with you from with Woody NYU, Allen, like, right? A famous yeah. filmmaker, and, and NYU's know. got a great film school. Yeah, I, I mean, so I, I just right Hollywood, I'm with you, man. I, I, I'm with you. Right, I, I just feel like Hollywood is like they don't have a moral standard. I'm, I'm not even saying like the standard has to be at a certain level. I'm just saying any standard. It's it's like it's not. It's double standard and quadruple standard for different things for different people. I bet you if if the daughter comes out and saying like, oh, yeah, Woody Allen raped me when I was like 15. If that news come out, then plenty of people come out like, yeah, Woody Allen is a fucking jerk. He did this to me back in the day. He did this. He did that. <laughs> right. There's going to be sort of, of people coming out. But like while, the bag, right, like, while there's nothing going on, they won't say shit. I don't like that that part about it. Yeah, I that, agree with you. Yeah. So like if you guys are going to be outraged about... Harry Weinstein because he's a jerk. I know nothing about him, so I'm not de- I'm not defending him. Just saying, yeah, obviously he's a jerk. But also, please, please go after people who are also jerks and sexually fucking weird, like Woody Allen. You know, please go after him too. Don't just, you know, it's just hypocrisy. Hollywood man, fake. I don't like that. 
Fair enough. I think that wraps it up. All right, guys. Uh, hope hopefully you guys listen to it. You know, tomorrow at work, on your way to work, on your way, yeah. on your way home. Thanks for the listening, weekend. everybody. Um, you know, if you're uh, interested in reaching out to us, we're on Twitter, Donnie and Kim Pod. That's D O N N I E A N D K I M P O D. Uh, we're on Facebook as well, World News with Donnie and Kim, and um, find us where you get your podcasts, iTunes. Google Play, um, yeah, Stitcher, whatever. If you, if you can find it, just shoot a message at us. We'll get we will get it to you. Thanks, thanks a lot, everybody. Peace out. All right, peace out. <laughs>